In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. One of the scribes came up to Jesus and put a question to him. Which is the first of all the commandments? Jesus replied, This is the first. Listen, Israel, the Lord our God is the one Lord, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this. You must love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. The scribe said to him, Well spoken, Master. What you have said is true, that he is one and there is no other, to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. This is far more important than any holocaust or sacrifice. Jesus, seeing how wisely he had spoken, said, You are not far from the kingdom of God, and after that no one dared to question him any more. The Gospel of the Lord This last interrogator, a scribe who is an expert of the Mosaic Law, has a very different tone from the preceding two groups, the Pharisees and Herodians, which we read about on Tuesday, and the Sadducees in yesterday's Gospel passage. Unlike the earlier groups, this man approaches our Lord with sincerity and goodwill. He is sincerely seeking an answer. He is not there to entrap our Lord with another loaded question. The question may seem like a no-brainer. That's because we have the benefit of knowing the answer. But it had been a critical issue debated by scholars over the centuries. The Torah was full of commandments, 613 of them. Some claim that they could actually be in the thousands. But scholars would debate and propose one general statement or overriding principle that would summarize and ground them all. For example, there is a tradition that Hillel, the teacher of Gamaliel and the Grand Master of St. Paul, had given this formula to an inquiring pagan. Do unto others what you want others to do unto you. You know, the golden rule. But our Lord turns to the Shema, the foundational cradle text of the Jews in Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4, to offer an answer. Having affirmed the uniqueness of God, our Lord continues with his two-part commandment of love. In the first part, our Lord uses four terms that, taken together, signify not distinct faculties or parts of a human person, but different ways of referring to the whole person. So taken together, it emphasizes the need to love God with our entire being, with what entirely defines with no part of us left out. The second part of the commandment comes from Leviticus chapter 19, verse 18. You must love your neighbor as yourself. Here we see the originality of our Lord's answer. It is the first time that anyone had enunciated this commandment taken together with the first part as the greatest commandment of all. The implication of these two parts is that the love of God and the love of neighbors are inseparable. 
Our love for God is concretized and expressed in our love for fellow human beings. To love others as yourself means to make their well-beings as high a priority as your own. Venerable Bede noted that neither of these two kinds of love is expressed with full maturity without the other, because God cannot be loved apart from our neighbour, nor our neighbour apart from God. There is only one adequate confirmation of the wholehearted love for God, labouring steadily for the needy in your midst, exercising continuing care for them. Our Lord concludes by saying that there are no commandments greater than these, to which the scribe offers his agreement to love him with all your heart, all your understanding and strength, to love your neighbour as yourself. This is far more important than any holocaust or sacrifice. For the Jews, the temple offerings and sacrifices were the pinnacle of their worship of God, an expression of their greatest love for Him. Little did the scribe understand that his word would prove to be prophetic. Temple sacrifices would soon be replaced by the all-sufficient sacrifice of the Lamb of God, which simultaneously fulfills both commandments of love. Our Lord's sacrifice would become the source and model for the love of Christians. The last words of our Lord to describe is double-edged. It is spoken not only to this man, but to all of us. You are not far from the kingdom of God. We are comforted to know that the presence of the kingdom is already in our midst, because of our Lord's presence, especially here in the Eucharist. But the words also came as a challenge. Let us not just be satisfied with our present state, but always seek to go further, to love deeper and grow in greater intimacy with God and neighbour. This is because love is not just a theory to be studied, but a reality to be lived. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.